0: Okay, we do have a contest coming up for everybody, mm-hmm. and it's really simple to participate. But first, Andy, tell them what they could win. <laughs> so,
1: if you were listening last week, we talked with Ted Conrad from Fireboard, yeah. and they've got a cool new product out called the Spark, which is an instant-read thermometer that also has a port so that you can add a remote probe and use it like you would normally use a regular fireboard. So it does both. It's a double duty device, which we love. This thing's a bomb. It's the bomb. But then it has an even cooler feature. It has a sync mode where you can leave it as a screen in the house and it will tell you what is going on on your fireboard out at your pit. So it fills three purposes with one device. And Ted has said that we can give one of those away. Does he know that? That said, did we? He, <laughs> no, we haven't. We're not so telling it. We're telling him later.
2: <laughs> we should do that with every one of our guests. By the way, we gave away a cow. You're a butcher. so. But this is this thing is the bomb. It is the bomb. I mean, this is taking stick thermometers and going to a whole nother oh, level yes. with it. And it does yes. fit in your pocket. Oh, it, it does. does. Yes. yes. That's incredible. So how, so how do we do it?
0: T-Bone? Okay. This is how we're going to determine the winner. All right. We're going to go to our Facebook page and select somebody randomly who Which is, is- by the way, Barbecue Radio Network. Who follows our Facebook page. Okay. Then we're going to get a hold of Ted mm-hmm. and say we've got Bob Johnson. Okay. Ted, is Bob Johnson also following Fireboard okay. on Facebook? And as soon as we get that one person who's following both, that's our winner. So, in, other words. in order to win, you've got to follow us on Facebook. And, and that is, who are we again? Barbecue Radio Network. Thank you. And also follow
2: Fireboard on... Fireboard on Facebook. Facebook. And and here's the thing. If you already are liking us or follow us on Facebook, you don't have to do us again because you've already done that. But more than likely, you haven't done Fireboard yet. So go over to Fireboard and like them also. But if you haven't liked us, and we love the likes... And by the way, we we put fun things. We put barbecue stuff on our Facebook page. Have your friends come like us. Yeah. Okay, see... This is why he's the marketing genius that Andy is. He is. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, have your friends like us too, and also Fireboard, and that just ups your chances to win. And I just, I just want to thank those people who have
0: done us. Yes. As you said, uh, it, it was enjoyable. Did I say for done us? Did I say done uh. us? <laughs> Welcome to Barbecue Radio Network, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Andy Groneman, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading fit masters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of the Barbecue Radio Network.
2: Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Barbecue Radio Network. I am your host, Dave Caius along with our executive producer, T-Bone, and my co-host. He is the two-time U.S. National Brisket Championship at chest-to-chest, invitational pitmaster of Smoke on Wheels, the longest introduction in all of America. <laughs> were, was there any punctuation
0: in there? Because I didn't There were, I, <laughs> had,
1: I think there was a semicolon somewhere in there. Jeez, when I got stop. started,
2: I did not take a breath and just plowed through it. It's Andy Gronerman. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Coming up, we got a guest, a returning guest. And this is a product that, Andy, everybody wants this. They got to have it. Yes. It's going to take barbecuing, whether you're a well, Can I say what it is? It's called Fireboard. Yes, the Fireboard
1: is a beautiful
2: thing. It's Ted Conrad. He's one of the founders. And these are thermometers on another level that you will not believe. Correct. And this, the, I'm I'm telling everybody right now, go to fireboard.com, look it up before we get Ted on the show, next segment, and look at these thermometers, and you're going to go, oh, wow. they're They're pretty amazing. They are. They're very cool. And they're not just thermometers. The, yeah, but that's, oh, man. Oh, by the way, I forgot... We'll have to mention to Ted that our drinking game is anytime you say thermometer, because we don't encourage alcohol drinking, but if you happen to be drinking alcohol during this show, you will do not drive. Okay, let me just put it that way. Do not pick up the
0: car keys. Well, when I get him on the line after the break here, I'll make sure he
2: has a drink on hand. <laughs> so he can drink. And anyway, and then later on, Andy, we're going to talk a little about seafood. Yes, I'm excited. We haven't talked about seafood in a while, and I love seafood. I absolutely do. So here's I thought the- you just
1: like to look at food.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's why I weigh <laughs> what I weigh by looking at it. By the way, folks, I just going to give you a heads up. Andy's on something today and we just don't know what it is. I. Uh... <laughs> so, okay. Here's the deal. Major league baseball finally has gotten started. Uh, we, li- we are in Kansas city. Our Royals are probably in last place. Cause that's what they do. I haven't looked for a little while. But what Well, I well to, they're they not losing one. any ground. They're not playing tonight. They <laughs> won one, right? Um, three, four, maybe. I don't know. But here's the deal. They won one, lost five, <laughs> and then won two. <laughs> so here's the deal about our, our, our Kansas City team, but this is a, a national thing I'm talking about with Major League Baseball is introducing sandwiches and things at the ballpark that are different than just hot dogs and nachos. So at Kauffman stadium, or as we call it around here, the K have you guys, I don't know if you guys have heard about this one. Oh yes, I have. It's mm, not, I'm I'm not a fan. It doesn't sound good. I haven't tried it. So I hate to, I hate to put something down. I've never tried, but it doesn't sound good. And here it is. It's the barbecue Reese's sandwich, which features pulled pork, sweet baby Ray's barbecue sauce, Reese's peanut butter cups and bacon bits, all wrapped in a classic hamburger bun. See, I thought that yeah, was a joke. No, 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 that's not a joke. No, it's dead right, serious. Right here, right here. Because I, I remember when they first announced it, I went, "What?"
1: And they're doing different sandwiches. Not at every park, but in barbecue cities or sandwich cities. Like I think Philly has some kind of a weird twist on a.
2: Here's, ph- here's the Philly one. I'm I'm up to date on this one. Citizens Bank Park in Philly. Yep. It's a PBJ burger, special blend, (laughs) boardwalk burger topped with peanut butter, jalapeno jelly, American cheese, and bacon on a, uh, what do you call it, brioche bun?
1: Yep, a brioche. Brioche bun. (laughs) And, and you know, I've heard, you know, a goober pea burger, that's not a new thing, so with jalapeno jam, that might be okay, but... The Reese's cup with the bacon and sweet baby Ray's. Well, to and me, the Phillies. No, the
2: Phillies one has peanut butter on it too. And now, here is the thing: none of us have tried it. I assume no a burger and peanut butter. Maybe it's better than we
1: realize. Well, no, a burger with peanut butter. I have tried that. Okay. I've had a go. They called it a goober pea burger. Okay, is it good? It's,
2: it's good. I can see that now that we're talking about it. My first thought was
1: no, but, but the Reese's cup with barbecue sauce and yeah no I'm and, and on pulled pork yeah not i would not want
0: that are you familiar with the term pica? no it is a disorder where people put things in their mouth and eat them that are not normally considered food okay and i think this is just an attempt to exploit those people
2: <laughs> well okay so here's one for fenway park of course where the red sox play it's a fluffer nutter fries, sweet potato fries, crushed peanuts, cilantro, peanut sauce, and fluff sauce. In fluff, like the marshmallow sauce. Yes, uh, that's. Oh yeah,
0: I'd order that, and I'd hold everything except for the sweet potato fries.
2: <laughs> what about the cilantro? No,
0: no. <laughs> not even the think, cilantro. You yes? know, but
1: I've heard of that before too. Like the cilantro with the sweet potatoes and something. Sweet. Usually, though, a peanut sauce or something. Okay. I don't know. I'm not a fan of
2: any of them. I didn't like them all. Let me do one more, and then we'll move on to Ask Andy. At the Oakland Coliseum, where the A's play and nobody comes out to watch the games, they have a, this one, now this one is funny. I wouldn't do it, but it's funny. Flaming hot cheesesteak. You've got chopped steak, flaming hot Cheetos, chopped onions, and cheese Whiz on a hoagie. (laughs)
1: oh <laughs> yeah i'm just not
2: no I, I no don't,
1: and and so they chose stadiums and actually put marketing dollars behind oh, this yeah, but i have no idea what the person was on that came up yes, with this those was well thought out <laughs> well the thing of it is,
2: flaming hot cheetos are kind of a thing i've never even tried them i i don't know if i'd even like them but then chopped onion i mean one thing, you do not want to order this on a first date. I'm down here right now and expect to get a ah, kiss good night.
1: Sure. <laughs> I, I think we got the shortest end of the stick, though. I mean, the Kansas City one is by far the worst of those. Here's
2: the thing. You know, Kansas City, known for barbecue. You're going to do a barbecue sandwich. Why mess it up with, with, and I love Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, but that doesn't sound.
1: But why not do something cool like a man and put, you know, Onion ring, cheese, on it. and an onion ring, yeah. and do something cool or like that. stack it.
2: Just make a big stacker that you can't won't even do fit in cool. your mouth. You know, which would cost you forty five dollars just for one sandwich. <laughs> anyway, so I'm I'm really
0: interested in. I just found this out the other night. Uh, there's a place in town that has margaritas infused with habanero. Ooh. That's not a bad idea. Uh, It sounded good. Well, you know, the
1: new cool thing is to infuse your honeys with different things, and so there's a Chipotle and Scotch bonnet honey that is really good, and you can make a uh, like a bourbon, like a whiskey sour with it. Oh yes. You know, I am surprised
2: now that you say that that they haven't done that quicker or sooner with honey. Well, anyway, good good chat there, guys. All right, darling, let's move on. Time now for <laughs> Ask Andy, sponsored by our April Barbecue Sauce of the Month, Smoke on Wheels, Pork Marinade, and Injection. Go get that half gallon of Smoke on Wheels. All right, T-Bone, what do you got? Okay, i, I got to do this
0: quickly. It's a long question. Andy trying to get the membrane off the back of my ribs, and it's always a frustrating experience. It takes an act of Congress to get it started, and then it always breaks and makes me start all over. What's your secret, Harold Stevens from Kansas City? (laughs) Kansas wants to know. That's a
1: great question, and there are lots of, you know, theories about how you can do that you can use catfish skinners and whatever but the best way to take off that rib membrane is to use a dry paper towel against the edge of the bone and free the membrane up pull it and release it and then grab it with that dry paper towel and it rips right away really yes release it into the air so that sounds simpler than you would think very simple so you don't use
2: a bony knife like i was going to use no no knives what do i do with my bony knife You cut the rib tips off. (laughs) I was afraid. You put it in the
0: drawer and keep your fingers safe. You're not fooling us. You don't have a bony knife. (laughs) I
2: I know where I can borrow one. (laughs) Drive over to Andy's. That's right. Well, thanks so much, Harold. Great question. Great response, too. And we're going to get you some smoke on wheels, pork, marinade, and injection. Get that half-gallon barrel because it's it's barbecue season. Don't get a little bottle. Get a half-gallon. Now, coming up, very excited because we got Ted Conrad. He is the founder of Fireboard, and we're talking about unbelievable thermometers at Fireboard.com. That's coming up next right here on Barbecue Radio Network.
0: Barbecue Radio Network is heard on radio stations from Hawaii to Florida. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at bbqradionetwork.com.
2: Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Network. Dave Kaius, along with pitmaster of Smoke on Wheels, Annie Groneman, and our guest this week. Folks, we are going to help everybody, whether you're a competitor, backyard barbecuer, a beginner. We're going to help all of you with this product. Ted Conrad, he is the founder of Fireboard, and they've got the most wonderful thermometers in the world, and you can check them out at fireboard.com. That's fireboard.com. Ted Conrad, welcome to the show. How are you doing, buddy? you hey, doing great, guys. Thanks for having me on. Are you staying busy?
1: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Never, never. Probably, probably too busy.
2: <laughs> That's a, <laughs> too busy is a good problem, you know. Uh, I, yeah. and, I, and now up front, Ted, I have to tell you, a couple of years ago, I don't know when it was, I came up with a drinking game for our show, and uh, and we don't encourage. It doesn't have to be alcohol. It can be milk. It can be uh, iced tea. But it's a drinking game. And if I ever say the word "nice," like somebody says something about a brisket or something, I'll go. You have to take a sip. If T-Bone speaks other than on the Ask Andy segment, you have to take a sip. But if you say the word thermometer, you have to drink your whole glass. Now, that's not going to be able to happen (laughs) for the next two segments because we're going to be saying the word thermometer a lot. But Uh can you you, for the average person, because I know for a long time, I didn't know anything about thermometers. And then I, I learned about them and it's changed the way I do grilling. But talk a little bit about thermometers and how they've come a long way and 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 how in the beginning nobody wanted to use them and now a lot of people are using them. Sure. Well, as you guys know, I mean,
4: you know, there's all sorts of old school, I would call it analog type of, of thermometers. And some of those are are great. You know, I mean, there's there's just simple and they work. Um And that's, you you kind of fast forward, you know, obviously you've got the mercury stuff and you've got those little dials, but you kind of fast forward to getting into the electronics. And so you had these digital thermometers and that took us, you know, you had the little readout and the LED displays, but nothing was really connected. And then you kind of get into the world of IOT and connected devices. And that kind of was 2013, 14 and we started looking at this actually around 2014. I was still working in the investment field, and but I always kind of loved technology and kind of played around with gadgets and soldering electronics and stuff like that. And so kind of started poking around and actually I got into one of my friends uh, sold me a grill, You know, started to cook a little bit and started to smoke a little bit. And I, I thought, gosh, there's really nothing that's simple to use that's cloud-connected. And and I, and I say that simple to use. There were some cloud connected devices, but you had and, to be a
1: programmer,
2: <laughs> or, right? Yeah, or, you had to be or, like a or seventeen years old, <laughs> yeah, like a
4: network engineer to figure this thing out, you know. And you get so frustrated, you probably throw it through the window. So, <laughs> so you know, I kind of said, "Gosh, it looks like there could be something here if we could really make something simple to use at a decent price point, and it was really fully functional." And so that's really what we set out to do. Uh, and we started in 2015 and it really it took us about a year and a half, almost two years to do all the R&D. And then in 2016, uh, we, we got it on the market and people loved it. And Andy, you were one of the first guys, yeah. I think, starting to use it on the competition side. What what did you think back, back then?
1: Well, so, and I was going to say, p- people just because the thermometer is digital does not make it fast or accurate and right. so one of the first things for me was okay you've moved to digital then you move to this type of environment and over time the the probes have gotten consistently better the thermocouples have gotten better over time but yeah from a application perspective yeah the other one you had to know how to set up a dmz on your network you had to you know be able to Log into your router and and push this thing out to the internet and and really the Fireboard was so plug and play that it was a game changer. You could you could have a little hotspot at your barbecue site and you could you know log in, hook it to your hotspot, and walk away and go talk to all your friends that you haven't seen in a while. Check your pit, make sure it's coming up to temp. I mean it's it was a game changer back uh, when you rolled that out, and I remember when you were uh, just starting to do that. It was great.
4: Yeah, I think we were over at your at your kitchen. We we were uh, hanging out and looking at the the first generation fireboard. You were playing around with it. I remember that. That was kind of fun. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, it was a blast. Well, we're we're talking with Ted Conrad uh, from Fireboard, and we're we're talking about some of the kind of early innovations there. But when we first looked at that thing, um, you know the the ability to. Have it also be not only wireless but cordless from a battery-operated perspective. It could support Wi-Fi. You didn't have to have it plugged in, so which was really nice. If you were getting a little bit of inclement weather, you didn't have to worry about a cord, uh, you know, shorting or doing anything that like tapping you while you're barbecuing. <laughs> yeah, you you could have it in a weatherproof container and and I mean, kind of move forward.
4: So the Fireboard has actually a, a data logger feature. And it's it's really fascinating because we're able to keep all the temperature history. And if there's ever a gap in data, the device has that and it fills it back in. So I think a huge part of what makes Fireboard successful is the fact that people can look at their apps, they can see these beautiful charts. You can't have a beautiful chart if you're missing data. So and that's kind of been a, a smart feature that we've built in. And really, you know, Andy, you're talking about these features with wireless and we also have bluetooth and we've just systematically gone through and we did this when we kind of researched this the industry we're like what are the missing features and we basically added in all of those features so you know the fireboard is is really much more than just a thermometer um you know people use it for gosh laboratories and schools use it and restaurants and yeah, cold I was, storage i was going
1: to say one of the one of the things that really intrigued me about the data logger function Uh, way back when we were looking at that is, you know, I've got a fridge that could have $5,000 worth of protein in it at any given time. And so to be able to log an alarm on that fridge is, is huge, right? If, if my fridge decides to die, which actually (laughs) the one in the kitchen's dead right now, I'm waiting on a a compressor for it. Uh, But if my big meat fridge were to go South, I'd lose four or $5,000 worth of product. And so it gives you that ability to keep your cold chain intact and any more with a HACCP plan or anything, a a paper trail isn't good enough. Everybody wants to see a digital log. So it's a huge deal.
4: Yep. No, I, I totally agree. That's, we've seen a ton of interest on the restaurant side. We're actually going to go to the national restaurant show here in about three weeks up in Chicago, you know, and there's just, there's so much interest, but, you know the the cooking world I mean I think cooking to temperature is is understood more, and now you can literally just see those charts right on your app um and that that really pairs nicely with the restaurant world and uh you know those guys are are tracking cold and hot yeah so
2: yep you guys well, are you guys are so smart because I would have never thought of the refrigerator part <laughs> but but that's a that's a great way to use it and and of course saves you from throwing out. Thousands of dollars in meat on occasion if, if something does go out and you don't know about it and you can get right on it right away. We're talking with Ted Conrad and he is the founder of Fireboards and we're talking about some serious, cool, how do you, have fun, unbelievable thermometers and you can check them out at fireboard.com go to fireboard.com we're going to have ted back on for another segment and we're going to go more in depth on some of these thermometers that ted is selling and uh, again this is going to make the backyard barbecuer much better than what you are now with these kind of thermometers so check it out at fireboard.com we'll be back next segment with ted conrad right here on barbecue radio network Barbecue Radio Network with
0: Dave Caius and Andy Groneman. We'll be back right after this. If you came across someone struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them?
3: By their clothes. Their age. The way they speak. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America, 200 Food Bank Strong, and the Ad Council.
2: Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Network. I'm Dave Kias, along with our producer, T-Bone, and my co-host, award-winning pitmaster Andy Gronerman. And this week, our guest is Ted Conrad. He is the founder of Fireboard, and we're talking about some serious thermometers to help you become a better backyard barbecuer. Check out the website, fireboard.com. It's real simple, fireboard.com. And, Ted, before I let you and Andy go at it, I do have a question from the first segment. You mentioned something called an IOT. Internet of Things, Yep. basically just
4: connected devices. Okay, well, I,
2: you said that, and I'm, I'm of course not the brightest person. Well, I'm not the brightest person in the room, and uh, but I went IoT. What is that? So anyway, well, that helps clears that up. When your fridge or your washer and dryer or
1: any it of those things like have MSU connectivity, so that you can find Making a leak stuff or something. up.
2: by the way if you're in the drinking game t-bone just talked when he's not in the segment so you take a sip and again back to thermometer so so andy you were you were talking about some of the products
1: that ted has yeah so i mean the the original fireboard is great and now that the fireboard two is out it's super slick and we can talk about it but there's integrated products uh one of the cool things that that I I felt like I got to kind of be a, a part of was when uh, fireboard and Yoder got together. There's some really cool functionality there. And then when you take that and pair it with the fireboard, you actually get, we were talking about the charting and everything that you get, you can actually see all of that together. And then you can add photos to that now. Right? So I can have my cook and at 160 degrees, I can actually tag that point in my cook with a photo And compare, oh, I was using this type of wood or this type of pellet and I can look and see what the color difference was, if the bark set better. Um, It it just gives you all of these cool opportunities there. I don't know, Ted, talk a little bit about some of the innovations that you guys have added because I really feel like you guys have typically innovated uh, technology into this side of of barbecue versus, you know, just bringing out a product you've really added innovation to it.
4: Yeah, and we we really think of ourselves as a technology company. I mean, we we love barbecue. We're we're here in Kansas City. We we end up eating lots of barbecue, but <laughs> but we uh but we really think of ourselves as a technology company and, and innovation and, and building cool smart devices. Um, Which, which, by the way, I'll just throw in there. We actually, we actually make these devices here in Kansas City. So we invested good in old the equipment. U- good
2: old USA. Nice. Yep. Very yeah. nice. Yeah.
4: So we we bought some machines. We actually do the the printed circuit board assembly in house, and the final assembly, and all that stuff comes together. Parts come in from all over, but you know, all gets put together right here. But you know, and Andy, to your point about some of these features, because it is a connected device. We can actually, we've done this over the years, we can we can add more features to the firmware and we'll do an over-the-air update. And yeah. if if we want to add, like we actually rolled out the first fireboard, it had an auxiliary port to drive a fan, which does temperature control, you know, like a wood fire, so the fan actually kind of kicks on and off. But we had to roll out that feature via over-the-air. And then we rolled it out with the apps, of course, everybody can update their apps. So I think it's important, you know, that it's a, we stand behind these products and we're continuing to add more to them. So you buy a fireboard today and over the years, you're going to get the benefit of all the additional features as we go.
1: And and that really is important. When we were playing with the, the very first one, that port was there, it wasn't functional yet. And then I got to, you know, throw a 25 CFM fan on my drum and start kicking the tires on it because you were able to just push that. That update out. That's amazing. Uh, So it really does give people flexibility to also learn and grow what they're doing as well. Um, so they start with one use and then as you add the feature, it gives them something to then try and do and figure out a new way to use it.
4: Yep. Yep. And then, you know, the hardware side, you you touched on it, you know, Andy, with with Yoder, but you know, we've we've kind of had our flagship product, which is a six channel you know, fireboard. And then we revised that. So we have the fireboard too. So basically it just improved. You know, it's a, it's a bigger screen. Has yeah. More buttons. The screen
1: on the new one's really awesome.
4: <laughs> yeah. We actually graphed a temperature on the screen. So it's, it's kind of cool as visually to see that, um, Yoder partnered with us. So we actually have the fireboard technology inside of a Yoder pellet grill. And so that's really cool. Cause now you just push a button, your whole grill starts up and you can control it with the Fireboard mobile app. So you've got all the temperature monitoring, but now you also have the control. Um,
1: yeah, and it's, then, it's really cool. because So I've got two Yoders on my trailer, and I've got a 1500 and a 640, and I can go between them, change my temperatures. You go up to the drive portion of the app, and you can change your set point and do all of that right from the app. It, I mean, yep. it is slick.
4: So, Andy, have you seen our, our latest product, the Spark?
1: Yes. I don't have I don't own one yet. I've got to get one, but I've played with one over at Barbecue Bonanza and it's <laughs> uh, it's pretty awesome.
4: Yeah. Well we'll we'll hook you up. It's uh it's a it's a cool device. I mean it we we basically took the plunge into making an instant read thermometer. But this instant read thermometer is cloud connected. And and it's also a single channel External probe, so instead of just an instant read, you can actually plug in a probe and you can do a long term cook or you know your twelve hour brisket cook whatever and it just like any other fireboard I mean it collects that data charts it graphs it yeah so it's it's a fun little product.
1: I was trying to think. I think it's probably a couple of weeks ago um, we we were talking about kind of what the best innovations in barbecue were, and I brought that up because it. Being an instant read, you know, we talk about using an instant read all the time, and and Dave, who is uh, constantly now espousing that he can cook a <laughs> steak, um, you know, and a hamburger. And I can do a hamburger. <laughs> he he attributes that to using an instant read thermometer. So being able to do that and have you know a long read through there and have the connectivity all in the one unit, and and the and again the screen on that unit is super slick. It's very easy to read, high contrast. Um, just an awesome product. And again, like constantly on the edge of the innovations, uh, it's just exciting to see. So what, what I want to know is what's coming next.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, top secret, huh? <laughs> um, yeah, no, we've, we really do try to keep a, you know, a vibrant product pipeline. So as you know, anything electronic, I mean, it takes a while, right? You've got to revise and prototype and beta test. And then do it again. You know, so we've got um we're we're almost to the end of our prototypes. Uh, but we've we've got something that's it's uh it's a it's an interesting take on kind of a remote uh probe that it doesn't have the issues of range like Wi Fi does.
1: Really? Um, so it's it, mm-hmm. are so you're what kind of uh are of uh technology are using? Is it blue is it a like a high power Bluetooth or is it just wireless or?
4: Well, it's a lower frequency. Um, they've got, they've got something called sub one gigahertz. So it's like in a 900 megahertz range in the U S like the old pagers. Mm. -hmm. So, so yeah, there's some cool stuff coming there and, uh, it'll be this year. It's not going to be, I doubt it'll be in time for the spring, you know, season coming up here, but I think we'll, we'll get it out before the holidays.
1: Awesome. But
4: yeah, well it's I you know, Andy, obviously I would love for you to you know, we'll we'll set you up with a spark. I'd love to hear your your feedback on that. I think you'd enjoy. Enjoy you. Know.
2: Andy likes any new toys. Okay, <laughs> I, that that's just a no brainer. You throw you you mail him anything, and Andy will be in the backyard. Of, if he, if it arrives at midnight, he would be in the backyard trying it at midnight. Yeah, Ted knows that. I like to try and break things. Heck, yes, he does. <laughs> well, we've been talking with Ted Conrad. He is the founder of Fireboard, and we are talking about some serious high tech, wonderful. Uh, uh, thermometers, you can get them at fireboard.com, that's fireboard.com keep in mind, with the price of say a brisket right now, you don't want to mess that up, and you cannot mess it up by having a thermometer with these kind of technology, and you want to go invest in that today, again, it's at fireboard.com, Ted Conrad, thanks for being on the show, really appreciate it, and stick around, we're going to be talking to Andy next segment about seafood ideas, that's coming up next on our final segment, right here on Barbecue Radio Network. I
0: didn't want to talk. She just sat with me. That was all I really needed.
3: We got back. One day, he called me out of the blue. And it's comforting to know that I always encounter him to have my back. She called me from time to time. I really didn't think I needed any help. It took me from being really depressed to feeling like somebody cared to give me some hope. Just that one text. Be there. Your call. Your presence. Your words. Your support. Be there and help save a life. Learn more about preventing suicide at veteranscrisisline.net. <laughs>
2: Welcome back to Andy and Dave here on the award-winning barbecue radio network. Barbecue shout-out goes to one of our sponsors, Old Hickory Pits Smokers. Check them out at oldhickorypits.com. They've got the Old Hickory Pits wood-burning barbecue pits, both commercial and now residential smokers that you could use a thermometer on, right, Andy? That is exactly right. That is exactly right. Check them out at oldhickorypits.com. And as always, please support your local barbecue joints, like if you're ever in Kearney, Nebraska, which I have been in and have bowled at their bowling alley, by the way, in Kearney. Okay, now I'm just bragging. (laughs) <laughs> what after the show? Twenty-three after, lanes. After no the later. show, yes. <laughs> uh, check out Sam Q and Catering. Now it's it's S period A period M period. So I don't know if they say Sam or S A M, but anyway, if you're in Carney, you know what I'm talking about. It's at three twenty-four. 3rd Avenue, and also if you're in Kearney, be sure to listen to us on 106.9 FM and 880 Rural Radio. That's in Lexington, and then the 106.9 KRVN. That's the river, and you can hear us in Kearney, Nebraska. And of course, thank you to all of our radio stations for playing Barbecue Radio Network. So, talking to my partner here, Andy, who is a reserve grand champion at the American Royal Open and we like to help folks with different products to make them a better barbecue. That's right.
1: What do you got for us this week? Well, so obviously we were talking to Ted, and you know I'm a huge Fireboard fan, so we were just finishing up talking about the Spark, and I'm going to say again that instant read thermometer is, is a great tool to have, and the Spark is really cool. We didn't talk about this feature on it, but it has what's called sync mode, and what that does is if I'm using another fireboard device, right? Whatever it happens to be, I can use the the screen on my spark to display what's going on on that other device. Oh, wow. So if I've got my six probe unit plugged into all the stuff in the cooker and I've got my spark right there, I can have it show the other device's temperatures on its screen. So it just keeps you connected. It's really cool. So, you know, my product today is is definitely a Fireboard spark.
2: And you, of course, get that at Fireboard.com. I was watching the news over the weekend, and one of the anchors said that he had he had um, barbecued, he had smoked his first ever pork butt. And like he'd never done it before, and the other people said, well, how'd it go? And he goes... It actually went really good. And he mentioned a <laughs> thermometer, okay? And then they said, Well, why didn't you bring any leftovers? He goes, There wasn't any leftovers. That's that's when you know you've you've killed wow. it, is when there's no leftovers. Yeah, that's and, true. And your first time, Park Bud, I mentioned brisket because we've talked about in previous shows. Unfortunately, right now the price of brisket is way up there and you don't want to mess that up. You know, you you're talking a hundred something dollars and if and Just by having that thermometer, you can lessen the chance of of ruining it and making it a very good brisket.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And brisket is a little tougher to cook, too. Pork is a little more forgiving. Right, right.
2: Yeah, you always said, if it's your very first time smoking, you know, you just got that new
1: smoker, you're all excited— Maybe not do the brisket, but do the pork butt, right? Yeah. Start with a pork butt. Start with something a little easier. You know, maybe not a lobster tail right out of the gate.
2: <laughs> Speaking of lobster, <laughs> nice segue. This is Segway <laughs> Andy, by the way, on the show. So we were talking last week. We always talk about, well, what do we want to talk about the next week? And we haven't talked about seafood for a while. And I'll tell you what, grilling seafood is just the way to go. It is so flavorful. You get that smoke flavor. What, what do you want to talk about first on it? Time out. Time out. Yeah, I, I've got to jump in here.
0: Cooking a lobster tail, excuse me, grilling a lobster tail can't be all that hard. Can you walk me through that? Of course it's hard. Wait,
2: hold on. Is he making fun of me? Because I think he's making fun of me. No, no. <laughs> you
0: really want to know? Yeah okay i would do that i've never done
2: that oh gosh it's the best way to go
0: so so first i've had it i've eaten it but i've never done
1: it myself that's what i'm saying i've i've eaten it many a time so i mean you're just getting it to essentially what would be a medium rare temperature right you're getting it to like 145 and i like to inject with butter under the through the shell. oh yeah but it's just yeah it's it's pretty quick now the harder one to cook is when it's a live lobster and it tries to walk off your grill. That's a whole nother topic that, that we don't want to get into yet. I mean, that's making fun of me. No, I I know. know. I think he's making fun of all of us. No, Uh, it's I've, I've watched it happen. Oh no, you're kidding me. I was not, I was not part of the start of that cook process, no. but I was I was there when the lobster tried to walk off the grill.
2: Okay, we're gonna move away from that because <laughs> I don't I don't I don't even want to picture it in my head anymore. So so okay, let me ask you about lobster tails because that's a great question, T-bone. So you got the big lobster tails. Yeah. okay? Yeah, yeah, but then those little bitty lobster tails you see?
1: Okay. Is do you? Yeah, they're like little four ounces,
2: right? Yeah. Now, obviously, the time that you cook them is different, but is the process and the temperature the same? Yes. Okay. So, walk us through. Let's 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 go with the big lobster tail. You know, you got just got a bonus from work, and you brought some lobster tails home, and you want to grill them. Okay, is that the best way
1: or smoking them? I grill. I always grill everything. You're going to get some smoke into it anyway because the that seafood will take on any of the smoke flavor that it, it, it. it's very it, it's such a light meat it's so fresh uh from a flavor perspective mm-hmm. it'll pull any of that smoke in
2: okay so you got uh, your lobster tails let's say they're cut ready to go okay yep. you get them from the butcher so let walk us through what what, what from beginning to end what, I, what do you do
1: 350 to 400 degree grill okay i inject them with the butter butter yeah so butter garlic I, I, salt i, I see i would just start to say would garlic yes absolutely garlic um, the other thing that I'll do if I don't use butter, I'll take my barbecue marinade and strain it, and use that because it's already got chili flake and um, onion and garlic in it. Right now, do you, do you season it like you would a steak at all? I I typically don't okay. the outside. the The shell is going to go from that dark color to that bright orange, and that's and, I, and then I start to probe it and and just get it to. You don't want to get it past essentially like a medium rare because it'll start to get chewy. So you don't want it to get chewy. Okay. But, I mean, it is pretty simple to cook. I mean, T-Bone's right. It's not a, a rocket science thing uh, to cook one, but you don't want to overcook it or it gets rubbery. Now,
2: at any time, because I assume you put it shell down, meat up, right? When you first put it on the grill?
1: Or do, well, you put it, or do you put it meat down, shell up? So, I mean, shell encompasses the whole thing, but I'll take that side that's got the... that. The Articulates, meat. yeah, that's got the exposed meat and put it down.
2: Oh, you could, okay. I, I don't know why I was thinking you put it shell down,
1: meat facing up. The, the meat really is only hanging out of the front, right? Because the bottom, okay. the shell wraps completely around it. Okay. So I put the flat side down and the curved side up. How's that? I am seriously <laughs> starting to get hungry. So
2: uh, time-wise, uh, let's say for the bigger one, and, and you start to cook, about how long
1: is it going to take you overall, roughly? Oh, it's it's probably ten minutes. Okay, just it's ten quick. minutes. It's quick. Okay, um, and and those are great on the grill. But there's so many things you can do. Like I love salmon on a plank oh. on the grill, yeah. um, and you don't have to worry about like I know one of your big concerns is if I get it too hot, I'll scorch it or, right. or burn it. Right? right. So this is this is a scenario where you can actually. I know we say don't soak your chunks, but you can soak your plank. And as it gets hot, it will start to steam and cook the salmon. And it'll impart like a cedar or the alder flavor from your plank into it. And then it will start to burn on the bottom once you get that, that moisture cooked out of it. But it will keep your salmon from burning. That's nice. So you'll get a little char going on the plank itself. But your, your fish will cook perfectly.
2: Okay, here's a question I just thought of. I've never thought of this before. Can you grill crab legs can you put the whole crab leg on a
1: grill and grill it oh yes absolutely so crab legs though uh crab is unless it's alive it is cooked. is <laughs> let's stay away from the live things <laughs> unless well here's the thing unless it's alive it's cooked on the boat before it ev- ever comes to you so that crab is fully cooked it is yes oh I it'll didn't know go that. crab can go bad really fast so they basically flash steam it on the boat still the these big Crab boats will right. flash steam them and then bring it in. And so it's already cooked. So definitely, like, I like to inject butter and, and flavor into those. See, but but I you're think just we warming it. have theme here with butter. <laughs> yeah oh, oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> you're just warming those on the grill so okay. so they're cooked already so you definitely don't want to overcook them so 140 max just to get them to serving temp and off oh, so with a
2: crab leg because it's it's long okay do you use like a syringe of butter to, to yeah get right through the joint
1: yeah like a kitchen syringe right through the joint and i put about you know a teaspoon into each side of that leg
2: okay we're we're running out of time hit me
1: with shrimp what do you do shrimp are are even easier i take a grill pan or a grill mat and i'll marinate the shrimp in our barbecue marinade get that garlic and onion and chili flake on it and then right onto the grill mat and literally that's like three minutes as soon as they go from that uh kind of clear opaque color to white just as soon as they go super fast right off the grill in your mouth absolutely sounds delicious well we want to again thank ted conrad From Fireboard.com,
2: check out those thermometers at Fireboard.com. And, of course, our April barbecue sauce of the month is Smoke on Wheels, Pork Marinade, and Injection, and get that half-gallon. And uh, coming up next week, we're also going to be talking about South of the Border Menu, just in time for Cinco de Mayo. For T-Bone and Annie Gronerman and myself, thank you for listening to Barbecue Radio Network. And as always, happy barbecuing.